righty then, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Late night with Rick the Wrestling Dad and his boys. It's time to stick in the boots and stretch them out. I am joined by my co-hosts, my compadres, my companions, mis amigos. Drew the Desperado Etherton sitting directly to my right. And Senior Jeff the Body Rutledge sitting at the far end of the table. Gentlemen, yeah, it's going to be a good night. Yeah, it's been too long. It has been too long. We are making a promise to our fewer, to our fans. Our fewer. Our fewers. Our fewers. Two or three of them. We're, we are making a promise. To our we will be making a weekly habit out of Rick the Wrestling Dad and his boys. You can expect us Wednesday evenings, which is, is tonight Wednesday? No. Nope. Tonight's Wednesday. Yes, it is. Good. Um, so Wednesday evenings nice. is when Rick the Wrestling Dad and his boys are, it's, you know, we've, we've had some camps going on. We've had some things. Kind of in the works these last couple weeks, so it's been hard. Final X, we had that. Big wrestling talk. Right in town. Ooh. Wow. It's getting closer than that. Um, it, was, it was sick. It was nasty. And speaking of Final X, I think it's time to break out the old headgear of shame. Hello. To get the, the uh, uh, show started. Why would that be? Who's, who's get, receiving who? it? And who's receiving it right Where's now? Where's McCurdy? Where's Old Dogger? The headgear of shame goes to none other than the body, Jeff Rutledge. Why would that be? Well, let me tell you something, Drew. Uh, Mr. Rutledge doubted me. I said, mark my words, Final X will not be sold out. Guess what? Wasn't sold out. No, got a ticket that day, actually. I didn't think I was going to be able to go. And then uh, got it within, walked up, pretty much. Okay, let me take over here. Shame on you, Lincoln. You have the best wrestling in the entire country. All of the best wrestlers coming to Lincoln, Nebraska, and we don't have a sold-out crowd in the Bobby Devaney Sports Center, shame on you, Lincoln. If you like wrestling and you are not there, you're a bad person. Now, I will say one thing. You didn't need to buy the $100 floor seats <laughs> like this guy bought because he had to stand up to watch. Hey, oh, my goodness. Our seats, I got mine for $25 from someone. I only went to the second session. Sorry about that. Not really. I'm not sorry at all. But uh, he had to stand up to watch. Had it paid hundred dollars for floor seats. We had a better seat than him. Okay, it's, it's gonna do more justice actually if I tell the story because Jeff was shaming me. He was shaming me. Like he just shamed for, all of you who didn't go. Yeah, exactly. So it's probably gonna that's gonna come back to bite. Shame me on you, and I do not revoke that statement. <laughs> so he was shaming me for not being willing to buy the one hundred dollar ticket. For Final X, which was a floor seat, also known as a VIP seat. Like, you you thought you were going Drake? I did. And you were, like, the guy on the upper tier was VIP. of the first, like, where you could maybe walk down to the NBA court? <laughs> so, no, no, no. Hold but on. Then, but then if there was a guy who was seven foot stood up or sat in front of you and you couldn't see I made eye contact with Tom Brands down there, so that was worth it. So Tom and Terry, no, I don't know which not one it was. I'm assuming you blinked oh, first. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you why it wasn't worth it. You couldn't see the dang wrestling. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he, he, I, he had one of our wrestlers text him and say, hey, Jeff, hey, too bad you couldn't see this, Jeff. The wrestling's great. <laughs> I, I lost it. I okay. Allow, can, can I have a little segment here? You can have a segment. Right, go, go with okay, it. thank you. So um, back to my spiel about not being there and supporting the sport of wrestling. Yeah, I thought I was going to be front and center with my VIP ticket. Turns out, I was in the ninth row, and I literally had to stand j during Jer Jordan Burroughs' match. Now, that being said, would I go back and do it differently? No, yes, I wouldn't. Would. No, I would not. This is why. Because I want to support the sport of wrestling. And people like you, who are being to wanting to be cheap... Oh, I'm going right. to support oh. the sport of wrestling by viewing it, and we're going we're gonna to break it down, and you're not going to know what went on unless you rewatched it on the flow account no, that I, I steal from you. That's a lie. I literally was— Which I have rewatched. I, I watched it, okay? I watched it. I can continue—I can go back and watch them with my flow wrestling account that I purchased because I want to support the sport of wrestling and see wrestling continue to grow, but people that are unwilling to do so financially, you are bad people. Okay, this is now. This actually is. We need to get on. We need to devote some time to this right here and now on the podcast. I'd love to. We got into this, and it was never really truly resolved. 
the issue, the big issue, is that the tickets were too expensive. Okay, there were so many people that I knew personally that wanted to go and were were planning on going until they found out that the minimum amount for a ticket was $45. How many people? Are you talking about your mom right now? My mother is one of them. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead and do the second one. My wife would be another one. These are casual fan that. people who are just like, oh, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't, which sadly, uh, for some reason, the wrestling community is that way. A lot of people are, and that makes a difference. And it's not like it was packed. You could you could have fit double the people, for sure, and made them $30. I, I would $35. say $20. Yeah, cut, cut the price, well, in. Cut the price in half. But money. if you, well, yeah, okay, that's a good point. Maybe or, $30 is or, more reasonable. Or, nah, I was going to say sell single session tickets, but that might not be enough. Hey, uh, it should have been more filled. Now, I disagree with the fact that they were overpriced at 40 tickets. It is the $40. best wrestling. $45, $40, right? $40. 45 for, if you bought it online. 40 if you bought it at the door. Okay, yeah. Whatever. Somewhere around $40. But there are people that love the sport of wrestling and most definitely watched it on their Flow Wrestling subscription that should have been at the meet supporting the wrestling. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to call people out. I know people, and those people know who they are. Are you shaming them publicly right now? I'm publicly shaming them because now it is never coming back to Lincoln, Nebraska. We're done with the World Team Trials. We're done with the Olympic Trials. We have the perfect space in Bob Devaney Sports Center. It would, it would, if we packed out that place, it would be the most awesome tournament possible. Okay, and we did that at the Olympic or the the World Team Trials. It was literally the best wrestling event that I ever went to in 2017. When Jordan Burroughs beat Kyle Dake, that place was electric. Kate. Now, I think a lot of it has to do with, yeah, Final X, right? Is There's a different format. There's two different locations. But the other part of it is the effect of, okay, we, I've already seen it. I've already done that. I've already experienced it. I can just watch it on flow. So I'll just do that. First of all, I literally showed you the video of two years ago, Burroughs Dake, and it was not packed. It was no, it was good definitely packed. It, it was, was definitely packed. It was a better environment than this past weekend. Yes, I'll give you that. But it, there was open seats. It was packed. It was packed. Now, was it sold out? I would agree with you. We, it was not sold out considering that there were some seats that, at, on benches that were still available. But uh, it was a packed house. The place was electric. It was, And people were saying, I mean, I'm talking – Everybody in the wrestling community said, this is the best wrestling tournament that I have ever attended. And it was it was awesome. But we couldn't do that for two years straight, and we're, we're never going to see wrestling in Lincoln again. Well, I, mean, well, I hope we see wrestling in yeah, Lincoln again. I think wrestling again. will keep happening. At some Jeez, point. a little dramatic. Right I think now. you know what I meant, and I'm, I'm angry. Well, I'm upset. So, and most people but might let, not. Let me say this. I somewhat identify as now that they start airing Church Live... 10.45 a.m. is not looking so nice. Okay, so let's just say I maybe missed a couple times. So I go. get the idea for lazier people if they can watch it on TV. But I agree you should still be there pretty much on principle. If it's in Lincoln, it's like your kid. You should probably go. View. You should probably go. That's a great point. It's like your kid. Yeah, but like. I don't know if I'm the church's kid, so I'm just like, yeah. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that dad that I'm like, like hey, child of God. Why, hey, church? Why don't you just put a little Venmo thing on there? And okay, you get your offering that way. You know what I'm saying? By by the time I'm a dad, it's gonna be like they're gonna have the technology to where like third grade swimming meets are gonna be streamed online. I'll be like, I'll be supporting you from the couch, Timmy. <laughs> I'll leave you a like, maybe even a share. I'll right. put it up on my social well, platforms. Hey, regardless, I'm angry, I'm upset, but I was wrong in the uh, argument that we had before uh, that Final X Lincoln would be sold out. It was not close sold out. I'm angry, and I am now wearing the headgear of shame. That's right. All right, uh, let's move on. So speaking of Final X, uh, let's talk matches. Burroughs, Imar. Filthy. Um, two... Uh, Best two out of three series went all three matches. 
Burroughs gets it done in the last 20 seconds of the first match. Imar takes the second match on criteria. Five to five, I believe. Yeah, the... Uh... Burroughs comes back and whoops his tail. Third match. Yeah. Okay, I'll start it off. I didn't... I, I'm done doubting JB. I'm done doubting JB. Oh, is that oh, right? wow. I don't know. I, I, it's I, been... Oh, it oh, took sorry. nine freaking <laughs> five, years. Five world titles later? No. And you're done doubting him? I'm just saying... <laughs> That's being like, you know what? I'll be honest. I think that's Steve Jobs. He was on to something. <laughs> like, yeah. Duh. All right. Hey, I want to tell all the people. <laughs> I want to tell all the people right now. No, uh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Can I tell this? What? Do it. Dude. Let me tell Just it. that I thought Dake was going to win or what? No. Oh. <laughs> something else about your JB stuff. Yeah. No. Because JB's probably going to be watching this at some yeah, point. Ob- obviously. JB, I love you. And I think you're an uh, excellent role model for the kids. Okay. But back in 2012, Keenan and I are walking the streets of London, and uh, he literally just won an Olympic title, and I'm so freaking jacked up uh, about it. And Keenan over here is he, he he's like genuinely upset the fact that Jordan Burroughs just won the Olympics. Okay, he just did this with it's he's the king of over exaggeration. I was not literally upset i was saying that i felt in my honest opinion that um let's see who is he well, who is which which russian was he wrestling at that oh, point? oh you time? were it cheering was, for no, the russian hold on oh, let wow. me finish would the guy let me finish a statement go ahead what what was the uh it was uh now who do you wrestle before godoy the two-time world champ from uh, uh, or no well, he's three-time world champ now um, Sargouche. Sargouche. He was wrestling Sargouche, Olympic semifinals, 2012, London. And all I said was, wow, he, he got the last second step out on Sargouche. You are all, I, no, all I said was, wow, I really thought Sargouche deserved to win that match based upon just how each guy wrestled. It was something along those, it was something along those but lines. But he didn't score as many points. I know. I, I mean, JB won. I, I mean, props to him. He always, he wins at the end. He can't. All right, if we're not going to be truthful on this podcast, then yeah. then let us, I mean, Here's what we, we is can actually just happening. talk whatever we you're want to harboring, do. What you're doing is you're harboring the fact that I said, I thought if Askram was going to keep wrestling, or no, no, actually we had an argument, Burroughs versus Askren in Scholastic, in folk style. Don't call I, it folk style Scholastic. That's what it is. We I feel wrestle like it I'm at a schools. book fair and I'm in fourth grade and I'm going through the scholastic books and, and you, know, you know the smell of that place you're just like yo I'm gonna read and you wanted to read hard oh, what? like Man. for two hours what and style the books and you don't want to read where, where, where do we wrestle folk style where do we wrestle it it's called folk style that's what folk because we're country, in the United States most of America most countries have a folk style it's called folk style because that's their folk style we wrestle it in our schools no you wrestle it it's which is why we call it style. scholastic so it cannot be wrestled outside of well, school places? Yeah. yeah. Places of saying? school? Well, I, I don't think... I, the folk style makes sense. Scholastic is... Anyway, let's move on to that. I, I'll be honest. Don't know what the word scholastic Okay, is. I'm going to be honest with our to our people, okay? And I'm not allowing you to lie. Okay. All right? Now, this is what happened. We did have an argument about Coach Curry... Keenan over here, he was talking about, or Rick, Rick, excuse me. You can call him Rick. We were having a discussion about whether Ben Askren would defeat uh, Jordan Burroughs. I said, absolutely not. That's ridiculous in folk style wrestling. Now, I do kind of, I entertain the thought. You know, I, I, they just wrestled it, beat the not streets. Right now. It was an absolute slaughter fest for Jordan Burroughs. In their prime, it would have been sweet to see a folk style match in which scrambling would be involved. And. To see some mat wrestling. I, g- I give you that. Okay, but let me finish. You were upset because his Twitter handle was at all I see is gold, and you thought it was cocky, and therefore you were rooting hit against him. Okay, I wasn't rooting against him. I did think it was a bit arrogant. I wasn't rooting against him. Who's rooting against him, folks? I'm from the United States of America. Yeah, I know. That's why I thought it was terrible. Hey, what do you guys think? Folk style? Okay, JB obviously just got done absolutely shellacking Ben Askren beat the streets folk style match JB versus Ben Askren right now does he just do the same thing to him it 
It'd be that's I mean, weird it's, to think about. It'd be different, but I mean, he would take him down. And, he just take him down, and let him up. Yeah. Just take take him down, let him. It'd be it'd be old school Iowa style. You have an experience with that? <laughs> uh, I. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's I. You know, I thought they were gonna start the matches, and then they. Yeah. Coach Etherton's older brother actually had an experience with that with oh, JB. Yeah. That's true. Well, first time it was well. It went to double overtime. Yeah, it was a good match. First, or went first, to overtime. Yeah, for, that's actually you just basically slapped him in the face more because first match they had was a good match. Yeah, first match year. was a good match. And then sophomore and then year. Then almost tech. Fourteen points. Yeah, sorry. Made, hey, made some adjustments. Ryan, we love you. Not as much we love JB. JB. We love you too. And Ken, hey, Ken JB does for love the record, I love you. I've never rooted against you. So no, nah, he, he that's a lie. That he has that actually. Might be a lie. Um, let's move on. We got matches to talk about. Gilman Fix. Okay, hey, let's let's. We need to talk about this Burroughs IMR thing, and I hope he's he's not listening to this right now. And I, I yeah, I I really hope he's not listening. to This he's gonna freaking come to my house and cut me in half in a double leg, probably while I'm asleep. But but you deserved it. All right. Um. So listen to the Rudis podcast. Big fan. Um. This morning, and they were talking about. Um, the rumor that's going around. You guys know a, a rumor that's going around about this uh, Burroughs controversy? Burroughs controversy? So the rumor is that Burroughs never made weight on the actual scale that they oh, were doing that's the Oh, that's a lie. Ways. That's a lie. Now, this there's several things that lead me to believe. One, um, Dernlin, what's his, what's his first name on the Rudis Matt Dernlin. Matt Dernlin said that this is rumors going around with a lot of different people that were in the room during weigh-ins. Uh, he said that um, he checked that he was on the scale and it said 174.1 for several se- several seconds and then he stepped off and they said you're good um, and the reason why it makes me think is one well obviously there was a panic right he literally stripped down I'm at the rail yard we're all at the rail yard the the women in the rail yard start like screaming woo so he I, got naked on the jumbotron in the rail yard, which is where the flow was having their yes. uh, pre-final X party, I guess. Yeah, yeah. everyone's like having fun, and I'm like immediately in absolute turmoil because I'm thinking Jordan Burroughs is not going to make weight, and he's changed singlets. He got back on. It's still there. There was never like a yes kind of moment. It was like uh, confusing, and I still didn't know. I had to like check my Twitter if whether there there you know he made weight or not but after at the end one of in his post interview he said i don't care what people say i made weight and what he was referring to was that he had made weight before the actual weigh-ins he said that he was like two pounds under and he drank up that he drank up and he checked the weight his weight in the nebraska wrestling room and then went down to the scale and he didn't ever check weight on the actual scale that they were going to weigh in on and everybody else did, and then he was he was over by point one. Okay, well, even if that were true, I don't think who's who is conducting the weigh-ins. Flow wrestling. I mean, Bader was the one that was weighing him in. Officials. Of, uh, I'm sure it's not. Yeah, Bader it couldn't that's be Flow because Flow's not. Right. Bader was, have to be USA Wrestling officials. Yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah, and that's that's so that's my point is USA wrestling officials are not just gonna hey yeah point one you're good if you're Jordan Burroughs I'm Lincoln could you imagine if that match did I not mean happen? like people in the crowd once they found out what was going on it was like uh this is I have no idea I don't know I've actually this is the first I've heard of this but I remember talking to people in there and they're like a final X in Lincoln without Burroughs that's why would Burroughs say that's I don't, an interesting storyline. We can go back to the to the post interview, but why would Burroughs say I don't care what people are saying? I made the weight. Probably because he made weight. Why would he need to say that if he actually made the weight? People are probably just this is what people do. They're probably speculating, saying, "Oh, uh, JB changed singlets and never made weight because they knew that he was close." When in reality, oh, he celebrated, or he he got he changed singlets. Can we pull? We should see if we can pull up the video. He changed singlets, changed singlets, got back on, 
and then he did like a little clap or something like that afterward after right after he got back on the second time i think you're making that up i'm pretty sure that happened but regardless i'm i'm calling i'm i believe it i am a non-conspiracy theorist as you all know well yeah i don't except for except for bigfoot except for the squatch yeah but that's not really it's not really theory that's more of it's proven yeah pretty much um so i don't know i just i okay interesting that's a story i hadn't heard yet so i i just i had that weird feeling like things weren't right it didn't it didn't seem it didn't I, I seem mean, right he made, did he put on a different singlet probably a lighter i think it's dumb you have to weigh in with a singlet i don't understand that is why there... don't you have to weigh in with shoes and socks like i don't get that with high school either why do you have to weigh in like that i took great pride in well. weighing in naked <laughs> in high school even when i didn't need to no they, you can't I was wait just out there and i was just feeling myself the reason oh, right. you can't just getting that air that breeze in the reason you can't do that anymore is, you're you're saying why can't you weigh in with socks and shoes on? Why can't you wear in naked? What did you? Why did you say? No, you can weigh in with stuff. No, I go. So if you have to weigh in with a singlet, why don't you have to weigh in with a with socks and shoes or wh- whatever you're gonna wear out to wrestle? And maybe you don't have to wear shoes when wrestling, and you have to wear a singlet. That you, I guess, maybe that's the only argument you can make. But why don't you have to wear all that crap when you weigh in? <laughs> what if they? You have to. You have yeah, to no, weigh you go in. Yeah, no, you barefoot. <laughs> And be like Pat down and do like the barefoot assassin. You could do that. Barefoot assassin. The, bare, the BFA. Yeah, the BFA. The B- it's like shoeless, shoeless Pat Downey. <laughs> the old BFA. All hey, right. At the very least, though, they talked about the scales being different. And Jordan Burroughs did say, final X flow. I don't know if I'm being critical or what, but you got to figure that out. Well, so they also, there was they also a discrepancy. On, they also had it on carpet, which is a huge difference. Like you can't have it on carpet. You have to have it on a solid ground. Carpet can weigh, can throw everything off. What I heard, I heard that what probably was going on was there was a check scale in the wrestling room, which was the Huskers, yes. University of Nebraska's. There was a scale in the weigh-in room, which was USA Wrestling's. So obviously, that kind of makes sense that they're probably gonna. There's probably gonna be a discrepancy there. It's just amazing that you would think that all the athletes would go up and check on the official schedule. What they like, said you're is that everybody did except for Burroughs. Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. That's kind of weird. So, um, re- okay, regardless, real quick, I mean, I, this is, maybe we don't need to be real quick because this is like the marquee match of Final X Lincoln. No, it's true. But do you think the weight cut, do you think he had a strong weight cut? Do you think that it affected him? Because JB looked off the first two matches. He looked like himself the third, but he, he, he looked off um, in the first two. I gotta say, I was, I, I, and this is where I go back to where I'm, I'm saying that I'm never doubting him again because I was picking Imar in the third match. I was too. I, after Burroughs won the first match, I was like, okay, he's rolling him in two. It's gonna be two, two and done for Burroughs. After Imar steals that second match, I'm like, I think he, you know, I don't know if it's just. You know, the age thing is catching up with him. I know people are thinking that, although I don't really actually buy that argument. But, I, you know, I was, I, I was doubting in that moment. I was like, man, Imar's got the momentum. He's going he's, he's gonna to take match three, and then Burroughs comes out and dominates. I, so I think the fact—I guess the fact that Burroughs wrestled the best in match three would lend you to believe that possibly the weight cut had something to do with it because by the time match three rolled around is when he— was probably experiencing more hydration than, or, you know, um, you know, he, his body was receiving the liquids and electrolytes that he was putting into it more by the time he hit match three. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. He, he, also, I do think Burroughs, I don't know if this is a thing. Maybe this is just my, my conspiracy theory about him is like, he loves the, I think he likes to leave it late a little bit. Cause you could see, I mean, he comes on that match seven where back against the wall and he just, he puts six on him in the first period. Match seven. Oh, match, sorry. Match, match three. three, sorry. Match three, he beats him 7-0, but he puts six on him in the first period. 7-1. I think he beat him 7-1. Yeah, well, yeah, you're but right. he was yeah. 6-0 at the, at yeah, the break. It, yeah. And it's like, and that's what I was, I was sitting there talking to one of our wrestlers, and I go, yeah, for me to feel comfortable right now, he's got to put six on him in the first, which was weird because he did. And I just, and that was like more grit. That was push-outs. That was gritty go-behinds. That wasn't, his blast, which actually he did not get one blast double in any of the matches no. there. 
So maybe that's Imar and his defense. Yeah, I mean. But it was all go behinds or push-ups. Those are his only scores. And I just wonder if he can leave it leave it late a little too much sometimes. Because you see that he's had a lot of really exciting come-from-behind wins or very at-the-end-of-the-match wins. I, I almost would. I've been wondering if he knows that he's really effective at scoring in the last 30 seconds when he needs to. And he likes to have that little punch on, like, left in the gas tank, that little turbo boost in the gas tank. He likes to leave that hanging around for the last 30 seconds just in case he needs it. I don't know. It it's, could be that too. I don't know. And it's always really exciting. And he's obviously in in his not his hometown, but where he went to college, and he's had a lot of those. So I wasn't like that worried. He just kind of always finds a way to get it done when he's done, or most of the time he finds a way to get it done. I don't think there has been a match in which Jordan Burroughs has been within a point with twenty seconds left that he has not won. Well, I mean, obviously he hasn't won. He hasn't lost many matches at all. But the Sitikoff match that he lost last year, he was leading and he got taken down or pushed out with short time. So he was the defensive wrestler in that position. As soon as he was down, as soon as they challenged, right? Because it was in the in the first match, he initially got the score and it was five to four. They reviewed it. They re- realized the push out was for Imar. Imar went up five four. Twenty seconds left. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way that Imar can not get scored on in 20 seconds. Jordan Burroughs is the most dynamic wrestler, has the most, the greatest skill set to push you out and to find a way to at least score a push out, if not a takedown, which he ultimately got. Um, and I just, you, that's the last place that I would want to be against Jordan Burroughs. I wouldn't want to be anywhere with Jordan Burroughs, but 20 seconds left, up by one. It's got to be safe to say that he has won more matches in the last... 30 seconds than any wrestler in the history of international wrestling. It, it's got to be. Yeah. It's like unreal how many he's won with. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, no, we no. we got to move on. We well, got that, we that got matches. up a whole other bag of worms. But we'll save that. For well, a we we had a little debate gym, right after walking back yeah. from Final X. We had a little hey, discussion. Hey, people out that. there, comment on this video whether you believe that Jordan Burroughs has the X factor. The what do what do you call it? The clutch gene. Clutch the, gene. Oh, whatever it is. Is that what does he have? Grit. That yeah. makes him a better wrestler, or is, does he just simply have a better wrestling skill set than the, his competitors? Yeah. Is he just a better wrestler, or does he have some intangible, mysterious thing? Hmm. Gilman Fix. Hmm. Pretty sweet. Awesome. Pretty awesome. Almost all, not quite as good as, as uh, Yanni Zane, but real close. Fix looked a lot like Yanni in a lot of situations. Where you where Gilman's in and you're like, there's no way he doesn't get this, and somehow Fix goes to a stalemate or just gets out of it. Well, I was in the exact same boat where I thought Gilman takes match two. Okay, he's gonna win match three. I, I it's so hard to imagine the guy with the momentum losing when it's that close. But props to both, obviously Jordan Burroughs and Dayton Fix, just being like, hey, you know what? Coming back from match three, and I'm coming hard. I mean, Dayton Fix is, man, that guy is, he is poised, to say the least, I think. Is the Thomas Gilman era over? People yes. are asking that question. I Or is it too early to I don't know. I mean, it's probably too early to hey, tell. I would here's, say here's the thing. a year or two. I could see, I mean, those matches are so close. I could see Thomas Gilman... Making the you know making the Olympic team next year. Now, will he? I, I obviously we don't know, but I think it's it's a strong possibility that he's still in the hunt. Now, oh for if sure, Day- he's if, in Day- the hunt. if Dayton wins a world championship this year, it's gonna be. That brings up another question: Is I feel like Fix's style may be better for Team USA. Than potentially Gilman style. Gilman got silver as a first-year world team member. It's kind of on that run where he had to last chance qualifier, goes through the world team trials and makes it, gets silver, and then hasn't medaled since. Now, Fix, correct me if I'm wrong, but Fix did not medal at nope. jun- Junior Worlds last no, year, correct? No, he did not. 
But he's obviously a completely different wrestler than he was last year. Well, yeah, I mean, and he's got well, a, it's a different skill set. Well, case in point, Gilman dominated him last year at Final X. Yep. It, it wasn't really wasn't really close. I mean, it was wasn't very close anyway. Well, I'm going to have a a different take than you guys have. Go ahead. Thomas Gilman era is over. Close the book. Move on. You think he's got a shot? It now becomes the Spencer Lee and Dayton Fix show. And we're going to see these two battle it out for the Olympic team next year and for world championships for years to come. Uh, I just think that the improvement that Dayton Fix has made in a short year, I thought after watching match one, now props to Thomas Gilman for going back and figuring out what adjustments he needed to make, but you can only make those adjustments for so long. Dayton Fix is doing this right now, and Thomas Gilman is trying to stay flatlined. And I just, I do not see him making any jumps to being able to compete with Dayton Fix. And I I think even just from hearing his talk within in interviews that it sounds like Spencer Lee is getting the best of him in the practice room. So, he said that? Well, he, he said, he's talked about how difficult it is to train each and every day with Spencer Lee and how it makes him a better wrestler. And I think there's some, I mean, obviously he didn't say, I lose to Spencer Lee in the practice room. But the the admiration that he has for him and the respect that he has for a sophomore in college leads me to believe that he's going to take over that spot for next year. Spencer Lee versus Dayton Fix. Final X next year? Well, it's not Final X. It's going to be trials. Olympic Trials. That, that's going to, I mean, you got it. This is where I'm just like, man, hey, Spencer Lee has proved us all wrong before in the past. We, I, I didn't think he was going to be winning NCAAs this year, but. Um, I mean, the dude's a stud, but this is where it's just like, you can't, I've got to believe that Dayton Fix wrestling in Final X last year, Dayton Fix wrestling in Final X this year, winning it, you got to believe that gives him an advantage over Spencer Lee, hypothetically, hypothetically well, they, they both make it to Final X next if year. If he wins a medal, it most definitely does, because it puts him in the finals of the Olympic team trial, yeah. so then uh, Spencer Lee would have to fight through Thomas Gilman and all of the other absolute hammers that we have at that weight class. So um, the other thing that will be interesting to see what happens is what happens to 61 kilos. Our guy is going to come down, make the cut, is Joe Colon. Uh, we were at a UNK team camp where Joe Colon's at. It sounds like he's going to be making the cut to 57 pounds, which makes my mind absolutely blow. 57 kilos, yeah. Um, but but uh, there's, there's going to be some other studs there as well either coming down or coming up but man i feel bad for those 61 guys that just basically don't have a spot uh, yeah that's at rough the olympics but if tyler graf medals my understanding is if tyler graf medals in the olympic or the world's world championships this year he gets to sit out until the semifinals of the olympic trials next year so that's something at they, whatever weight he goes yeah. yep mm-hmm. yep so that's kind of interesting you know, what if he's like Yo, put me, put me at <laughs> I'm 92 going, I'm, kilos. <laughs> Yo, semis. I'm sitting on that semis. <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be something. Um, Green Green Deacon Green just went smash 18, hammer. 18 second tech fall. We can go through smash. these pretty quick. I think these next couple. Green Deacon, you. It's, that was my. That what, was, okay, let's 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 just let's use this as a platform to talk about leg laces. My father's opinion, which is limit the leg lace to two exposure two two consecutive exposures it used to be that you get two on a you get two on a lace i think you get as many guts as you want no it used to be well back in the day back this was this was a while ago but i remember it being two for a lace back in the day it was i I believe it was you could do actually only you could do one gut you had to do a trapped arm gut if you want to do multiple gut wrenches you had to do a trapped arm gut you had to hold him for one exposure Which point, let him back over. Gut, that's yeah. better than a lace. Well, probably. Yeah, I mean, in, similar. Yeah, very similar. So I don't know. I I don't. I would not like to. I don't want to see it limited to two consecutive laces because I think it's exciting. Like that was exciting. Like when Green went out. I mean, yeah. And, and unless it does, your it, guy is the one in yeah, his lace. But, like we wanted. We all wanted Greasy to win. So it doesn't. Like, it doesn't happen frequently enough to be like, this is dramatic. Because, I mean, then James Green, yeah, it was a closer match. It almost match. happened in Graf Cologne, though. It did happen. Or it did Graf happen, Cologne. yeah. Yeah, Graf Cologne. But, but uh, did they go out of bounds before it was a tech? Uh, did, no, oh, no, he tech. He tech. Yeah, he tech. Yeah. Yeah, tech. tech. Match three. Um, yeah, I could see it both ways. I'm kind of with you, Keenan. It's like, 
yeah, it's kind of unfair if you get it if you get a lace, it's it's pretty much over. But the same thing with the headlock, the same thing with the twister, it's the same yeah. thing with that's you know, a it's pin, like, though. It, you have to know you have to know what you have to defend in order for the match not to be over, yeah. right? But it gives you an opportunity. Like just because a guy gets you on a lace once doesn't mean that you can't kick out and get your legs apart. Yeah, but you and, but still have the, the opportunity the, for the pin. chances are not good. Yeah. But you still have an opportunity for a pin, so you're like throwing another Hail Mary in there. I think. As opposed to like if you really break down what is wrestling it is, can you physically hold another man on their back? That is, like, the base base of wrestling. You see it with, like, dogs. Like, they do it. They try, you know, it's, like, a natural thing. That's the point of wrestling is to hold somebody on their back. That's why a pin is worth the most points. That's why I think it's, it's like, essentially it is a pin, but it's not to yeah. where, I don't know. I that's, think, why, that's why I always sleep on my stomach. Yeah. Just in case. Even though, even though I got, that's why I got back knees, problems. Knees just in case. Apart, just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Knees, knees apart. I just sleep like this. I sleep like that's this. What, yeah. <laughs> my brother. I think my brother, who's he's watching right now. Is he? Yeah. He's, Tell he's, him I said hi. Yeah. Well, you could. Yeah. Hi, Ryan. He, he used. I believe he used to say he slept like this. Okay. Where you you couldn't even pin him in his sleep. He does. I Ryan. No. I tried to jump Ryan, on him. Ryan, that is false. I tried no. to jump on him once yeah. when he was asleep. Yeah. And I had locked no. him, and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he might fight it afterwards. All right, but hey, one of my highlights of the of the final X was Green. Uh, you know when they, he gets on the jumbotron, they challenge, and everyone's like one, two. Yeah, that three, was incredible. Four, get out of here. That was incredible. <laughs> that was like that's that like in basketball sick. where they're like. Left, right, left, <laughs> yeah. right, left. That's it. That was wrestling's version of basketball right there. That was That fun. was legit. So James Green making another world team, but again, Fifth man. Fifth world team, I believe. Yeah, awesome, but he's got to go up to 74 kilos next year. It's like, man, or let's make this happen. Or dude. go down. But that didn't go well last time for him. Yeah, but hey, you could be a diet thing. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> a diet thing? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Tyler Graff, just feel, I feel on cloud nine for that guy. don't even know him, but... Eight years trying to make the world team, and he finally does it. And he just, oh my gosh, I freaking love that guy. I hope he wins it, dude. All right, he, <laughs> I freak, he's gonna win okay. it. He's gonna win it. Fake crying though. No, okay, like, come on, bro. He, I was I like, yo, I'm happy, and then I'm like, all right, now I don't want this guy. Imagine if you, it, what are you? You're cry. you're a U.S. Was, I think it started as a real cry, and then it turned to something else. Either that. Not a great cry face. Okay. No. Not a great cry, cry face. That's what makes it legit. Is if, it's a bad, if you got a bad cry face, then you know it's legit. Yeah, okay. Get a better cry All face, right. bro. Um, you like U.S. soccer. U.S. soccer doesn't win the the freaking World Cup for how how long has it been since we oh, won Oh, I would World cry Cup. if we won the World Cup. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be, like it'd look my like country. a fake cry. We all would cry. I wouldn't cry. I, I would cry about soccer. You're stupid. Football. All right. Um, Snyder Gadsden, dude. <laughs> um... <laughs> Let's skip it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. So, interesting part. Okay. Kyle Snyder. It potentially I, is going to be the best U.S. wrestler ever. Kyvin Gadsden is what? He's three years older than him? He's, he's, he was a senior when Snyder was a freshman. Yeah, I guess that's right. So, three years older. Why'd you ask the question if you already knew the answer? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, he could be four. He wanted to prove it to us. He could be four. Is it he three? Could be is it four. three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I know it is. Well, if he didn't redshirt, or if he did redshirt, that's a year. All right, fair enough. It could make a difference. All right. Okay. Stand corrected. After he gets teched in the second match, yeah. I somewhat loudly say, yo, Gadsden, retire, bro. Jeez, <laughs> I man. Know, I You're know, a bad person. I know. Person. I, was, I was just... I was amongst, You're in the moment. I was amongst friends, and I was just, you know, I was saying... Hey. I, was, I was talking a little tea. His... <laughs> One of our wrestlers, Max Mayfield, sitting right next to me, he goes, he's been on a recruiting trip to Iowa State. He goes, dude, his wife is sitting right next to oh me. Oh, my god! She gosh. was sitting, what would be on the other side of Keenan when I said that quite loudly? Uh, Kevin Gadsden, I'm actually going to still, if you're watching this, which you will be, obviously, I stand by what I said, but if I see you in public, I will run. Because you would... Uh, Case in point. Very much... Put me in pain. Case in point, Tyler Graff. Everybody, oh, everybody was probably telling him to retire. Yeah, bro, retire. Everybody dude. was. He's a United States World Team member. Yeah, he could, he could be like an accountant somewhere. And he beat a bronze medal. He beat a bronze medalist to do. Hey, I bet Pat Downey didn't think he was gonna be on the World Team. Nope. Now he's on the World Team. If I mean, what other options? Our good apologize friend, to Gadsden's mom right our now. Good, our good friend Austin. No, it's Gadsden's wife. Or I keep yeah. wearing this. Yes, the whole that time, is, bro. No, don't. It's, yes, it's, no, I'm embarrassed. Right, I'm going to do it the cool way. No, I'm just one of us have to say something yeah. dumb. Yeah, like after you won. 
You just won a match. You sweet, get to flip that yeah. your sideways. Sweet, sweet. Um, All right, yeah. Hey, Snyder looked good. He had some sweet guts. Yeah, he was looking filth like usual. Um, but he he had some gut wrenches, which he normally. He was also wearing do. Captain America singlet. Sick. Yep. Those rudest singlets. Also, big but here's fan. one thing I gotta say about Snyder, which I'm not a big fan of. Like, catch your breath better for interviews, bro. I get anxiety when I listen to his post match interviews. He's like, "Well, I was gonna." Uh, Okay. And I'm like, dude, just like, why are you so critical? How would know, you know? I, I can't listen to. It. I get. I seriously get like a weird feeling. I'm like, I can't. I gotta listen. Can't do this. Like, that, let me read the transcript. That, that I want to know what he says, but I can't listen to the way he says it. He, just he was breathes heavy. He was not breathing even every, hard after. Listen to every interview. He breathes pretty hard. <sighs> yeah, but it's because he tries yeah. really, really hard. So we're good. Because he's a try hard. Yeah, he goes hard. <laughs> That's why he's good. I'm just change yeah. like. He's a, he's a tryhard. Get your natural, it. like just wait. Say so you won't do interviews until. In a good sense. So you, you can't do that. Home. You can't just say, "Hey, I'm gonna not do an interview right now." You're Captain America. You can do whatever you want. That's true. All right, here's the deal, boys. We got about 20 minutes left. We got some no, fun we stuff. We, we got about. This, we got some. We can do this as long as we want. Well, yeah. Some of us have awake bedtime. Way. Oh yeah. Some of us no, have bedtime. No one's listening live. Well, you don't know that. What do you have? Ryan Etherton is. We've got. I got stuff. I got things going on. All right. Um. Brock Lesnar. Anthony Casser. We're starting. Like, this is a segment we like. What to are call you talking who, about, Brock Lesnar? Yeah. We. This is a segment. Sorry. A he, segment. Just, he got a little excited there. It's called Who Would Win. Where we break down. New segment. Uh. Hypothetical wrestling matches. Are these wrestling matches or and, uh, the MMA? No. No. This, obviously. Well, that'd be obviously, this is going we to be. We do different match. disciplines. Judo. Oh. Jiu-jitsu. Well, I think we have to talk about which style we're in and Chess. what it's going to be. But first one, Brock Lesnar v. Anthony Kasser and or Kassar. Who would Kassar. win? I need to come up with a cool little... Also known as Tony, because he's from Joyzy. I'm going to come up with a cool little, uh, like, jingle yeah, for like this. A... Who would win? Who would win? Would a bit a bit would win? So, who would win? Brock Lesnar... Senior year. Yeah, so we're going full University of University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. Looked, looked like the Incredible Hulk ate a some sort of uh, a GI Joe. <laughs> he ate a GI Joe. He got that butt. He got that real high and tight. You know, <laughs> Vietnam style. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was like the Incredible Hulk meets GI Joe. So meets got, some sort of weird yeah. like so we got like a Avengers old, experience. We got like a meat stack versus Guido. <laughs> all right, let's get into this. <laughs> all right, all right, folk Goodness style. Gracious. Senior year, Min- University of Minnesota national champ v Tony Casa, <laughs> a Penn State national champ, first year varsity wrestler, essentially national Cassie. champ. Like he's not. Who is? Who's by the way got his uh, got his fit last year back? So he's well. He he could, he could technically he's eligible Come back for two. He's two eligible more. for two more. Oh wow. Oh, nice. Anthony no. Kasser, undefeated. No, not undefeated. He's one way loss. Smaller. One way loss. Smaller. He's not. Well, at the time, I think Lesnar. I mean, was, he had to make weight. Yeah. 275 then. Yeah, he was probably. So he had to be 275, but he was probably all he, above 275. He was probably pretty close to the. I mean, way. I've seen pictures of him. He's or video. He's massive. But. Huge. Honestly, I think. And part of this is based off of watching. Lesnar fight as well in the years like following, but I don't think he's that great of a wrestler. Like as far as just like straight up wrestling. Well, yeah, like technically no, but physically yes. So, yeah, I mean, I mean Derek White was a big dude. Almost, maybe, not, I'm not gonna say I don't know if he was all of two eighty five, but no, he was not even way close. bigger than Casser. No, and he's like I would say more technical than Lesnar. No, and so well, oh, yeah, he's more technical than Lesnar. He only weighed about two fifty. Oh, you sure? Yeah, I think he only weighed like 250. Didn't there? Did you see him weigh Didn't old cowboy bulk job? Didn't he weigh like 250? I don't know. Anyway. What? What do you call him? They call him cowboy Cowboy bulk job. job? What do you mean? What do I call him? Everybody calls him that. You know him, bro? Yes. Yo, everybody. CBJ? You've been living under a rock. You have been living under a rock. If you don't know, he's cowboy bulk job. for too long. Yeah. All right. Old cowboy bulk job. Let's keep going here. What do you got? Okay, so I'm going to go. I gotta go Casser just for um, technique style and the way that he's beaten other big guys. I'm going Casser purely based off the fact that he beat Gable Stevenson, which gives me an inkling into how good he is. Yeah. I'm gonna go Brock Lesnar simply for the fact that Cowboy the Bulk Job beat him. Uh did you watch the national finals? I did. 
But so he lost Derek him. White is not nearly as good as Brock Lesnar. And uh, Brock Lesnar is bigger, stronger, and a better wrestler right. than Derek White. Well, either way, it's two to one. You lose. Yeah, so, that's fine. Next Pissar. one. All right. This is a this is this is the one. Would I've this been make a good podcast? Mm, yeah, I have Vicky Sar too. Dude, we all just agree. Uh, dumb. I, I actually who do believe would, that Brock Lesnar would win. Win. Now this is the one I've had who in my mind for quite a while. Let's call this the three W's. Yeah. W cubed. It'll be yeah. the name of this segment. Yeah. W cubed. Who would win? Lavar Burton from Reading, Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. Yep. Or. Lavar Burton from Star Trek. Now I have to see if I can. So get, he's the guy with. I'm gonna the, see if I can get these pictures the pulled up. Cross his eyes. You guys talk um, about it. So, well, let's have Drew talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, this one's kept me up at night a few times. I've really? go back and forth. Yeah. So, Lavar Burton, born in '57, uh, so almost my dad's age, but started reading Rainbow <laughs> at a Wikipedia. very yeah. I got a little Wikipedia page up here. Okay. <laughs> Started reading Rainbow at it at in nine er, in eighty. Hold on, wait Whoa, for it. He started Dude. reading Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. In the eight, no, well, he was the first. I mean, what was his name? I don't even know what his name was there, but was was in Star Trek for in in. Hold on, and it's right here. Ninety eight. Okay, no, no, no. eighty seven. Eighty seven. My bad. That's all right. Started reading Rainbow in '83, so he's a little bit younger. So oh. I'm thinking that that younger Lavar Burton, a four-year younger Lavar Burton, if we go <laughs> at the start of their careers, start of reading Rainbow, start of Star Trek, gotta go. I gotta go with the younger one. And I, I actually didn't know that until I started doing research for this podcast because I knew this question was coming up. Um, <laughs> you you've been prepping for this. Yeah, question. I've been prepping for it because I. So it's something I've always thought for a while. Okay. And uh, so I'm gonna have to go with the younger Lavar reading Rainbow, although he's reading children's books to children. Okay. And the other one, he's fighting like aliens. I gotta go with the younger, uh, more spirited uh, Lavar Burton from Reading Rainbow. Really? Yeah. Uh, have you seen Reading Rainbow? Yeah, man. I can fly in the sky. I go everywhere. I don't know. The no, one. you are. Okay, wrong. so obviously you haven't Where seen Reading go? Rainbow. When to go? Reading Rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know. Friends to know. Places to go. All right, I think we're yeah, good. Yeah. All yeah, the right, so. This is derailing big okay, time. Okay, right. I'm going to agree with you. Thank you. Uh, reading Rainbow is, it was one of my childhood favorites. And that guy could do no wrong. And the good guy always wins, right? Yep. Always? Yep. yep. Does the good guy literally always yep, win? Yeah. Always. All right, here's the deal. We're I'm gonna yeah, compare these. I'm gonna put these up. images oh, up. Nice. I'm gonna put these images up okay. on on the screen right now for our viewers to watch, yeah. and we're gonna compare. And we're gonna, this because I think this is gonna sway our decision. No, yeah. it's not. Oh, young. Yeah, there he is on the left. Younger. Oh my goodness. Okay. Dude, first of all, right thumb is up. Like <laughs> like, hey, good night, like, man. Dude, he's choosing top, bro. That's dude. When someone chooses top, you better have fear in your eyes. Oh my. If someone goodness. looks at me ah, and they're crap, like, this, coach, what do I do? Bing. I'm like, oh dang, man, that guy. He must be, uh, Cal Poly. What was his name? National champ. Derek. What, Derek. Uh, what is it? Oh yeah. Derek the, Moore. Yeah, Derek, Derek Moore. Moore. Yeah. So nasty. If that dude chose top, I just I'd okay. Be done. Here's the deal: Lavar Burton in Star Trek is basically a superhero. He was blind, no. and he wore the thing over the eyes that allowed that gave him senses. It gave him. Ba- he's basically like you're a choosing a Daredevil. blind man over a guy he's, who reads books for uh, a living. Yeah, have you seen Daredevil? No, I haven't. Dude can freaking like basically hear something no, but, like 15 miles. Yeah, but away. that's because he's been blind his whole life. Now he is. Now he's just been blind for four years. He's like he still doesn't. He probably can't even like wipe his butt right. You are wrong. Correct yourself. Well, at least he doesn't know Dude, when he's, he's done wiping. He's wrong. Oh my goodness. You always got to check. All right. So so are you going Star Trek over there, Keenan? I'm going Lavar Burton Star Trek. Weak. Well, well, two to one. You lose. Yes. Yes. I've won every one so far. We gotta make sure we agree All on right. this one. Yeah. No. I, it means I probably have to go first. Yeah. So that I can't win. Yeah. Good yeah, call. Yeah. Silverback gorilla versus a grizzly bear. Uh, gorilla, for sure. And that's because... Have you seen the butt on a gorilla? That thing, thick. Yeah. 
They got the hand that those, Here. those that hamster. They got like real strong legs, and I feel like they're smarter than a bear. A bear's kind of just like probably has only this move, like maybe one of those. And and we don't even know this is a fight, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think I don't know that they're well, gonna they settle down for a regulation freestyle yeah, match. Probably not. Um, Go for exposure. If it would be like well, a takedown that's I, that was why I was trying to get the question is. Who would win? Because I feel like in a fight, it's most definitely a silverback gorilla. Thank okay. Thank so you. You guys are so Thank far you. off base, I can't even tell you. But if it's a wrestling <laughs> match, if we're talking you. strategy here, a gorilla might get like DQ'd for slamming them. Okay. You know? And so it oh. changes it a little bit. <laughs> I First didn't even, of all, dude, I didn't no. think about that. No, Yo, no, man. Because no. yeah. I was like, First I was thinking all, one of those. Greco, even... Greco gorilla back to gorilla because, you know, five, five. Done. Okay, yeah. No, not even a chance that a silverback gorilla can pick up a full-grown grizzly. Okay. Not okay. a okay. chance. Hold no. the not on. Not a chance. Not, not, no. not even possible. Can can a Look up full-grown gorilla grizzly. lift. Yeah, they... <laughs> Guys, here's the deal. This should... Okay, guys... well, I hope a grizzly bear weighs over 1,800 pounds. Yeah, they do. Oh, really? Yep. look it up. Okay, Hold on, Brown. Like, is that just a just a grizzly? Also, it's not like the grizzly's gonna sit there like a dead sack oh, of potatoes. Six hundred pounds. He's okay, like, no. He's doing this with two of them. <laughs> no. And, yeah, and he's just hucking them. Six hundred okay. pounds. Male, male gorilla, inland area. Yeah, gorilla. An inland a male gorilla. gorilla. You dingaling. Look up a grizzly. Yeah, that's what no, I no, just that looked was up. A grizzly. That is a grizzly. A, a grizzly gorilla, bear. A like 600 pounds. pounds. Yeah, so a grizzly weighs more, but... Okay, they can get up to 1,800 pounds. Dude, that's three gorillas, dude. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I will say this. Hold on, I will say this. Like the average weight exactly. of the average weight of a human is like let's just say of a male. Look like, up let's right just say two hundred pounds. There are six hundred pound people. Look up average. Probably. Oh yeah, can get up to eighteen hundred pounds right oh, here. Dang. Yo, no, that that's that's wrong. Yo, but that's Actually, like that's, that's like his nowhere, max bench. I, that's like his max that lift. Well, yeah. he can still do oh, it. Oh, so this silver, this grizzly bear is gonna it's lay out, dead, yeah. dead weight. Dude, have He's you, gonna lay dead weight. This is a guys, stupid here, question. Hey, Whoever this, asked this question, I sh you guys should know how stubborn I am, and how little I change my opinion. I used to be Team Gorilla. I actually changed my opinion. Okay, changed my mind. I okay. Silver, silverback oh, gorilla, silverback gorilla, or excuse me, full-grown grizzly has a bite force that is stronger than silverback gorillas. Yeah, gorillas don't bite. A, I don't think I their don't neck actually. fat silverback or a full-grown grizzly has like fifty pounds of neck fat, <laughs> just pure, pure neck fat. There's no yeah, way. He's not going to throw the gorilla a gorilla naked what, choke what, on him. That, that's his only... What's, what's a gorilla going to do? How's a gorilla going to kill him? He's gonna, is he going to donkey like, talk you know, him? He's going to thump butt him? And then, and then he just puts it in the... He's going to thump him? He's not going to donkey kong him. Yeah, bro. He's not... The, 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 the grizzly bear takes has freaking ginormous claws, takes a swipe at the... Cuts the silverback gorilla's trachea. I'm annoyed by this question. Let's move on. Bleeds out. That's a terrible take. Great question. Uh, you are wrong in the whole thing because um, we went, we went, we went yep. two for two. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100 on all mine. No, you lost the first one. I, I know, but lose. you you lost two of them. So you guys are wrong. You guys are dead wrong. I actually, a there's a video to to actually prove. Oh, this. Joe Rogan, they talked about gorilla and yeah. grizzly. Didn't mm -hmm. know that. I guarantee oh, I didn't know we, that. we're gonna watch that and we're gonna report back on it next week. That's fine. We yeah. will. All right. Um. So hot takes. I want to I want to do this real quick. Um, two questions. Uh, we're gonna go for or against. I'm or against. I'm gonna or or whichever way you wanna you wanna answer this, and then we're going to discuss it later. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's been a proposal out that uh, the high school weight classes are gonna go to 14 to 12. Uh, are you for or against it, Keenan? Go. Against. Against. For. Female high school wrestling should it be freestyle or folk style? Scholastic. <laughs> Let's kick him off his own podcast. Yeah, folk style. You're out. Dang it, that means I have to go freestyle. No, I'm going folk style too. Um, 
Okay. Are we not? Are we not going to discuss? So this let's at discuss. All? Why let's no? Discuss. Why do you want twelve? Why do you want twelve? What do you seriously want twelve week passes? Okay. Like, like what's the? Re- yeah. I'm curious. Okay. Don't give me this garbage I was just about talking with my friend Trey Otley. He's from Thermopolis, Wyoming. Oh my gosh! I he actually is four. He's actually four 14 weight classes. But he talked about how difficult it is to fill 14 weight classes when you're in a smaller school. Let's go three. I think of this. Why don't we go three weight classes? That doesn't help you fill 14 weight classes in your school. We're talking about setting up a lineup for a duel, okay? And I think we're in a class A school. Granted, we're in Nebraska, but this is the largest class and it's difficult right to find 14 guys that are experienced in the sport of wrestling that you feel comfortable saying hey you're going to go wrestle a varsity tournament that's difficult to do i mean there's there's been times and now that we've gotten better in the last couple of years we haven't had this problem as much but we've had to have, you know kind of talk about should we put this guy into a varsity tournament or should we not and for a dual setting to have forfeits go, it's so frustrating to me when guys are getting forfeits all the time. And I think it what's the best thing for the sport? And I'm gonna be, you know, this is not a an opinion like everybody's on Facebook right now saying support 14 weight classes. Now, I think the proposal's stupid. I think the proposal is, you know, getting rid of the lightest weight class is absolutely asinine. Um, because everybody that likes wrestling, everybody that dedicates their sport to wrestling is lighter. Let's let's face it, wrestling is a sport for everyone, but it's even more so important for the lighter kids because they're the ones that are dedicating dedicating their themselves to the sport of wrestling where you know the bigger kids are playing football and they've got a lot of other opportunities, basketball and different sports, whereas the lighter kids have dedicated their lives to the sport of wrestling. So I would be in favor of, changing to 12 weight classes, but making sure we keep the lighter weight classes. So, but would that then say you can enter 14 kids into a tournament? I, I, I would be a fan of that. I would well, be. A f- I mean, okay, so if you're not eliminating the op- opportunity for at least 14 kids from your school to compete at the district and state tournaments, then that's a different discussion. Here's my question to you. Why 14? Who said right. on fourteen, and why was that the right number? But well, I, I, if that's true, there's no good, I guess, solid number. But it's like why have three, four different schools or like like uh, classes? Sorry, four different classes in Nebraska. Uh, why doesn't why doesn't every state just go like California and go one? More opportunity, which then grows. And, you know, I don't know what this the number yeah. is. Is it 20? I have no idea. Is it 14? But, like, I think you have to go by what the average size of high school students are and then wrestlers. and then figure that out. I think yeah, we got to make sure we focus on wrestlers. Okay, yeah, high school wrestlers. Or, yeah, but some people aren't wrestlers and then become wrestlers. So there's a lot of coaches who will go out and get kids because they don't have a heavyweight or a 220 that, or a 106 or Agreed, but is. that would be my argument for – we're eliminating the lightest weight class. Let's say we don't. We should get rid of 106 because that's where the most forfeits are. Or and, and actually, that's statistics that would that would hurt my argument right now. But because kids don't weigh 106 anymore, that we make 110 the first weight class. Well, the problem is you take all the 95 pounders that Jeff Rutledge was his freshman year, and you take them out of the not, an opportunity person. that literally. I mean, that's what he does. He wrestles the lightest guy. That is your 106 pounder is been a wrestler his whole life, and then you add a 220 where like you just find a kid on yep. the in the hallway that hey man we don't have everybody at this weight class so you're gonna get a varsity letter because you can walk and chew gum yeah like if we're trying to find the 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 guys that deserve a varsity spot the guys that have actually you know have the skill to compete at the varsity level then we need to I would say. It, okay, th- these are the I, – I thought about this. I think somebody – I can't remember. I can't take credit for this, but very simple, basic. 100 pounds. That's where you start. I think we were talking about this. 110. Was that yeah. – was this yep. you? Yeah. Okay. Hey, props Every to you. Every 10 pounds. Good work. Yeah. Up 120, 130, yep. 140, 150, 160, 170. We went all the way up to 90 to 200. 180, 190. 190 200. I think, like, I think this is like – okay, let's do a 220 now. 
Two, and no, 285. That's 12. Guys, 10-pound jumps yeah, for yeah, the little is, guys. Yeah, that's true. That's a way bigger percentage of their body weight than a than a 180-pounder yeah. to a 190-pounder. So then cut them down. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's no great... That's it why doesn't, when they switch we don't the weights... Need, they, it doesn't need to be nice and neat, yeah. like, as far as weight-wise. I don't... Who cares if it's one, 100 or 101? It, no, yeah. it doesn't matter. Look... It should be more weight classes at the lower weights because that's a higher percentage of their body per jump per weight. Per or maybe weight. you come up with a percentage, a percentage jump per weight, yes. and then you just do that. Yeah, I would so be. So it's like I would be okay what would it be? That. Like six percent. Let's How? go one hundred, one hundred six, whatever six percent of one hundred six is. Then you go up, and then I don't know what that's going to. Okay, why? Why does there need to be? I remember back when. Iowa used to not have the 215-pound weight class. Uh, or maybe it was the other way around. No, yeah. We would go and wrestle in Iowa. when. Now, this wasn't when I was in high school. It was when I was a, a young pup, going to a young blood, going to go watch my father's team. We would wrestle in Iowa, and they did not have a 215-pound weight class. And so what my dad would have to do is he would have the 215 pounder and the heavyweight they would just have to alternate matches at heavyweight because i would not have a 215 now where i'm going with this is why the why do we not just have more weight classes for class a than we do for class d i mean in some states i realize you have different different classifications but as far as nebraska is concerned let's go 14 weight classes for class a go 13 for class b tw- you know 12 for c and, t- and 11 for d or just yeah yeah. There's still a lot of forfeits in Class A. Not many. I mean, if it, it, and then I think you got to ask yourself the 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 backside of this argument is is how much does that then fall on coaches and and them recruiting kids out of their hallways and getting kids out of their hallways to join the wrestling team and to become wrestlers. You know, I mean, there if you've got 2000 kids in your school, I personally believe there's no reason why you shouldn't have 14 wrestlers on the team. Now, I'm not going to say that you should be able to put together a state championship team or whatever, or I'm not going to say how good the team should be because I think each coach is working with different demographics, you know, different socioeconomic demographics for introduced lunches, all that. So I'm not trying to say how good the team should be, but if you've got 2,000 students, I think you should be able to get you know, 20-ish wrestlers out for your team to fill 14 weights. At least after a certain point, maybe not your first year and you just don't have that much participation. Yeah, I mean, and I, like, and I, I've had forfeits, so I get it. I'm I'm not trying to point the finger too much. Like, I've been the coach before in a class with 2,000, or in a school with 2,000 kids, and I've had, my first year coaching, I had two open weights. So I've been there, and I get that it's not easy, but... I, I'm kind of taking, I'm I'm trying to own some of that. I think I should have done a better job of trying to go out there and find a 106-pounder or 113-pounder and get him out for the team and, and get him out there. Now, I know people make the argument of, like, well, what good does it do to just find some kid off the hallway and throw him out in a wrestling singlet and get him and have him get pinned every single match? Well, I would say my answer to that is he might not be getting pinned every single match by the time he's a senior. He might be winning matches. Yeah. But... I guess the point is, what's best for that kid? Would the best thing for that kid to be wrestling or competing at his skill level and to be having some successes, actually be able to try taking a shot or take a low single and find success or just get slammed and pinned right away? I agree with you that by and large, what's best for that kid is to compete at their skill, closer to their skill level. I, I definitely agree with that. However, each kid is an individual. I mean, and it's just tough because, and that's, you know, there's, there's, this is not a perfect world scenario that we live in. Hopefully most of the kids on the team do get to compete at their skill level, either whether that be junior varsity or varsity. But sometimes given the circumstances, some kids might not get to, and that for that particular kid might be okay. I mean, the case in point is your older brother who got pinned every single match his freshman year of wrestling and became a two-time state medalist so it's you know each kid's an individual and it's just it's it's there it's not an easy solution but my point is is what other sport would a kid come in and 
be completely foreign to something and, and their skill will be very, very, very low in that given sport. And then you're in varsity because this is what you weigh. Yeah, there might, but there might not be other sports where that happens, but why does that make it wrong? Like I said, I think. Well, maybe you could, maybe you just, what's the value of a duel and does every team need to duel? Does your team need to be a dual team? Like, maybe you just say, yeah, we're not, we don't duel. We don't care about state duels. We don't care about dueling our rivals. Well, they just, yeah. But I think that. Because, I mean, up until we had a state duels, duels were just something to do during the week, kind of. That's a whole nother conversation is maybe, maybe we should just go do duels. Maybe that's more fan friendly. I just saw it. Well, no, no, no. Well, maybe you just go duels or maybe you, some schools just say, yeah, we don't do duels. And I think that makes unless we have a team, maybe you can forego a maybe like yeah, we're not a dual team, we're a tournament team because we have you know we just don't have enough people, and so then you don't have all these forfeits and. But I feel like that makes poor wrestling then. Then then the product. Well, like, maybe okay, we'll maybe go to a wrestling duel you and... have that in smaller school divisions, and then top like a class A school, it's like okay, you should be able to field at least enough to where you're not forfeiting half the weights to where you automatically lose the duel. But we we wrestle. Some teams that yeah. almost forfeit half. I mean, we've been well, in duels in which I mean, they forfeited half of the weight classes. Yeah. And it makes and well, very maybe poor that's, wrestling and a waste of time. Yeah, it's a waste of time. It's poor wrestling. It's a waste of people making weight. It's a waste of a weight cut. But, I mean, that's maybe that's where an AD should look more into why do you have a school that has this many kids and this is all we can put on the mat. Yeah. So I don't think that's a, I don't think we should dumb down duels for schools that have this many kids. We should maybe just, maybe that's like an internal thing. Like if you're forfeiting, let's just say six weights in an important matchup, focus on like, there's some other issue. Like, or if you choose to forfeit matches and you don't have to, I don't know. So, 14 weight classes, 12 weight classes, which is best? 14. 12. Yes, dude, I'm killing it tonight. You still didn't, you Man. still did not answer why 14 is the best. Hey, um, let's do this, gentlemen. We got to get rolling. Coach Rutledge, you're going to tell us what we're talking about next week, and then we are going to outro. And it we didn't is, talk about female high school wrestling. And it is past our bedtime. We didn't talk about female high school It's going to be for next week. Yeah, we're, we're going to we're going to move female high school wrestling. Whether you believe that it should be freestyle or folk style, so the debate is. Partly because college female wrestling is currently freestyle wrestling. Um, high school, obviously, is folk style. So a lot of states are starting to sanction girls wrestling. And the debate is whether it should be freestyle or folk style because they're going to transition eventually to freestyle for college. So we'll leave that on to the next one. And then we need to go back and need a little bit more time and talk about Final X Rutgers. Uh, talk about this controversy with Yanni. Maybe it'll be resolved by next week. Who knows? We can talk about it if it's been resolved. I highly doubt it. So we'll save the the uh, Yanni conversation for next week. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, that's all she wrote.